Theory of a Dead Man Dinosaur, Real Rock 99.3. It's Iceberg in the Morning. And in the studio with me is Coach Brad Korn of your Southeast Missouri State University Redhawks men's basketball team, OVC Champs. Good morning, Coach, and thanks for coming in. <laughs> good morning. That sounds good. You can hear them clapping from the street right now. They're driving by, they're honking, they're clapping. But, yeah, we're excited to have you here. It's been an exciting season. Uh, season three for you as a coach for SEMO, and, you know, you've got a lot of experience behind you. Uh, but we want to talk about how exciting this season's been. It's been, you know, uh, I love coming to SEMO basketball games. As we've talked before on air, I'm a SEMO alum, and, you know, I love bringing the fam. Everybody gets excited. It's been cool to see the crowds increasing as we've gone through the season, that excitement building, and now we've culminated that with an OVC championship. Uh, you know, here's the inevitable, what's you doing next? You go into Disneyland question. But I know you're gearing up for the next step, the going to the big dance, and we're going to find out at that selection show on Sunday. Um, the selection show for you guys, it's just so you know, it's at the show me center. The doors open at four, the team's coming out around four forty, and the NCAA broadcast for the selection show is going to be at five o'clock on the big screen. Bring your friends, bring your neighbors, bring people you don't even like, but come and fill the show me center. Uh, CBS is going to be on hand. We'll talk a bit about that. Let's talk about this season though. Um, what a lot of work you guys put in. Yeah. I, I think obviously you look at the end and oh, NCAA tournament champion and all the things that come with that are obviously great. Yeah. But as coaches, it's really the journey that, that you get the reward from. And it's not been an easy season. You know, we started out hot. We hit a bunch of injuries and illnesses. We finished one game with seven scholarship players and lost by 20. We lost seven games straight at one point. Uh, then we turned the corner. It looks like we're right there with two weeks to go. We're in first place, playing for first place at home. We, we falter a little bit there. And we're not playing our best basketball yep. at the end of the year. We lose two in a row to end the season in the conference tournament. And then to win four games in four days. So, Trying to sum up those four or five months uh, in a sentence is almost impossible. It's the reason that people like me have blood pressure medicine, <laughs> you know, keeping up with that. But, yeah, it has. It's been a roller coaster, and what a great way to end it. And like you said, four wins straight in four days. I mean, how taxing is that on your athletes? How in the hell did you guys pull that off? Yeah, You know, I, I, again, just going through everything that we went through in the, in the season, I think it actually – there's always a silver lining. You can always find the positive in, in a sure. situation. And I think that the injuries and the illnesses that helped us develop our bench – uh, guys like Evan Ursher and mm-hmm. Israel Barnes, who was new to the team, they were able to get a bunch of reps that maybe they don't otherwise get. And so yeah. now at the end of the season, you got to rely on everybody. Evan Ursher had a huge game. Israel Barnes played phenomenal. Josh Early had a double-double. Yep. You know, Phil and Chris, rightfully so, get a lot of the attention because they're the main guys. Mm-hmm. Uh, but everybody stepped up and made huge plays in that tournament. You, if you're going to go four games in four days, it's not going to be one or two people. You no. have to have a whole team. And that's probably been the most impressive thing guys like nate johnson's been the most consistent guy probably mm-hmm. throughout so everybody plays a part in it from a from a player uh, to a coach to a trainer to everybody and oh so yeah a, you got to have everybody yeah and shout out to the trainers because i know like you know you had uh, an injured player going into the final games you know as you were uh getting through this and like you said yeah being able to reach into and really take advantage of the depth you've got on your bench and that's got to be promising as you look forward to next season and what you've got to work with moving forward yeah you know three seniors chris harris nate johnson israel barnes are three seniors we have two high school kids coming in so really on paper you know we're set there's a two guys we had sitting out this year right my daughter and gavin elkinville who i really feel would have played this year they would have played minutes for us this year uh, so to get them guys back eligible healthy I think we're we're set up to be in a good position. We needed yeah. something like this, though. The program, you, you need a, a defining moment or a defining yes. win to kind of cement everything that you've been talking about and trying to preach for the last three years. And this, this kind of gives that, well, I shouldn't say kind of, it does give that verification. Yeah. It gives that stamp of like, this is how we're going to be and this is how we're going to walk and talk for the years to come. And so That's adding it. those guys that have already been in the program, they might not have played or scored a point for us, 
but they've been in the practices. They saw it work, and so now we've we got to have continual carryover from here on out. Yeah, you've got tangible evidence of what that hard work, what that ethic you're putting into these boys can bring and become. I mean, that's it. You you have that tangible evidence. You've reached that milestone, and now we're heading into the next one. Uh, what, are you, what are you most excited about as you get ready to gear up for this NCAA tournament bid? A couple of things. The cool thing is that we get to continue to practice. You know, right. A lot of teams are going home. There's NCAA rule. When your season ends, you have to give them two weeks off. And so we get to keep on practicing uh, and keep being around the guys. Right. Uh, they get to experience this from a, a player level. I was fortunate enough. This will be my 10th NCAA tournament as a player or as a coach. And I don't take any of those moments for granted. Right. Because uh, it's something. It's an experience. You, I mean, you can't. We were talking off air. It's basketball Christmas. Like, yeah, you, you exactly. can't. You can't replicate this any other kind of way. Yeah. Um, and so for our guys to be able to go four games in four days and just have those moments, they earned it. You know, they. It wasn't like you just got lucky and this happened or right. The two teams you played, the best player didn't play, and you just like we went. They went and earned that thing. Absolutely and, uh, earned so it. So that's yeah. the that's the the best part about it. Coming back home on Sunday and having band cheerleaders, community members welcoming us back, and, and the right. next steps. And Sunday is going to be a huge deal. And I think that the whole area, the region, the community is going to show up and show out on yep. Sunday and, and support them because that's the other cool thing is we all find out at the same time. You know, yeah, there's no exactly. inside information. right? Uh, so I think just having those moments, having those experiences, and then obviously getting to play in the NCAA tournament is a, is mm-hmm. a dream come true. Well, and you've done some early recruitment. And I know you've got your you know your plans as you get into summer and that, that time of recruitment in the late springtime. So best of luck with that because we're going to really be looking forward to next season, kicking it off again, and hopefully have another championship season next year. So yeah, that's good. the watch party for that NCAA uh, announcement as to who SEMO will play in the big dance is this Sunday. You can hop in the Show Me Center starting at 4 p.m. The event is actually going to kick off at 5 p.m. That's when the selection show will air. Uh, there will be a national television crew on hand as well, uh, and that's kind of a big deal, guys. So come on out, uh, you know, rep all your SEMO gear, bring it all out, and go wild because we're all going to go wild naturally when we find out who you're playing. Right. Um, but the team is going to be there, and after the selection show is over, come have some afterglow. You can come meet, Co- meet Coach Corn down on the court, meet some of the players as well, and engage with them and wish them the best of luck as they move on. And we wish you the best of luck. We know you guys are going to do a stellar job. Uh, we've got great confidence in the athletes that you've coached and as, you would, as a coach as well. So very proud of you. No, I appreciate it. We're proud to be here, proud to represent everybody in the region and the university the right way, and I think we, uh, by far from perfect, but I think it's a team that people can be proud of. Absolutely, 100%. The NCAA Selection Show is this Sunday at the Show Me Center. Swing by. Doors will open at 4 o'clock. It's absolutely free. Bring the family. Team will roll out into the floor about 440, and then the show will kick off at 5 o'clock. We hope to see you there at the Show Me Center. Thanks again to Coach Corn for coming in today. Thank you, guys. Thank you. we got more of everything rock right around the corner. It's Real Rock 99.3 with Iceberg in the Morning.